up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. <laughs> Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Morning, happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. Mike Schaefer in studio, as always, for the 7 o'clock hour. Rick Heyman, song of the day, and plenty to get to from yesterday in the uh, world of Mark Whipple and Eric Shenander. Oh, by the way, Sip, oh, by the way, yeah. in case you've been under a rock, we'll get to this next segment, though, a little bit deeper. <laughs> There's a good slate of college football tonight, not just Saturday. Tonight. I know, it's amazing. You've got Purdue. And Penn State yeah. this evening, yeah, 7 game. o'clock on regular Fox. Yeah, Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Are you going to watch Gus. It? Look at Look Gus. Look at Gus pump his fist. Yeah. Gus, that was good to see. Come on. We're back. You going to watch it? Heck yeah. Listen, I'm watching this Yeah, game. I'm watching it no matter I'm what. Si- I, told my, I told Elizabeth that we are watching football tomorrow yeah, night, as yeah. in tonight. Yeah, I'm watching it. Gosh, that does pump me up. Purdue, Penn State. Oh, so yeah. Purdue, Penn State. Penn State. You got Minnesota playing New Mexico State. Doesn't really do much for you, but well, kinda. it's something. Kind of, it's something. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll get to a, more of a breakdown. Yeah, we, we'll hey, break we, it We've down. got two ranked teams playing tonight, too. Not each other, but there are two different ranked teams that have games this evening. Hello, we're back. Your Congratulations. Voice fun- your voice sounded funny on the in- on your intro. It was up a few octaves. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Uh, uh, we all have our mistakes. It wasn't a mistake. Our errors. We we all voice cracks once in a while, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not just when you're yeah. in high school. It, it happens once in a while when you get later in life. You have a voice crack. Okay. Yes, this is good news. God, it snuck yeah, up. We on. are back. Did, did it baby. sneak up on you? Yes. The first game tonight, by the way, if you want, it'd be online on ESPN three. But you've got St. Francis and Akron. Yeah, not interesting. Come on, Zip. Go watch the Zips, <laughs> Zips play some ball. Zips. Yeah. I've told you that story about the editor at the DN, right? Have no, I told you I don't that story? I think so. It was, uh, I was just a lad. You know, I was at the Daily Nebraska in the student newspaper, and I had been there for probably a year and a half. In fact, I was the sports editor at the time, and there was a news editor down there who was having car trouble, and she looked up at me. And said, "What's your name? Zip." I'm like, "I'm like, no." Uh, <laughs> she goes, "You work on cars, don't you?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> she goes, "You just look like someone who would oh, work yeah. on cars." There it is. There it is. There's yeah. the judgment there. Yeah. <laughs> Do I look Stereotype. like someone who work? On- yeah, little little rough guy. You just look like someone who would work on cars. She was having res- car trouble. You should have responded to her and said, "Well, you you look like this." <laughs> you had you look, to what I just she always remember, like. "What's your name? Zip." <laughs> <laughs> she start calling you Zip on this show. <laughs> What's your name? Zip. All right. Would you Let's, like to Would you like to tell the news of where uh, you work with now on three Yeah, Sean yeah. is official. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Sean is officially 
Sean a Callahan. Yeah, Sean, Sean Callahan. Yeah, well, yes, thank you. Sean Callahan, who's been in this market covering football forever, you know, 20-plus years, um, officially, formally is now part of the on three team. And, and you know, we can call it Husker Online now. If you look at the website, if you go to on3.com, scroll team sites, you'll see now that that it's – now, Jake, I am now of Husker Online. I know you we are. Can fl- <laughs> I'm aware. We, I we want you fl- to tell it the people yourself. Yeah, I'm really happy for Sean. I mean, he's kind of been in this limbo. Um, for three months. For three months. It went really fast. The, the guys, you know, in Abbey – Barmore, Robin Washit, Grant Hansen, Brian Munson, um, Robin in particular really had to had to do a lot, um, and now now Sean joins the team, so it's officially officially last night at midnight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's exciting. I'm so, excited for Sean. He he was he he just wanted to be back and be able to to do everything he's used to doing, and now he will. So you are no longer with the coming soon Nebraska on three dot com. It is now officially Husker Online yeah. with on three dot com. Yeah. So we have our URL. We have Hus- our URL. HuskerOnline dot com is back. Yeah. And running yeah. like yeah. it was, but with a different brand. On three dot com. Thank you for the acknowledgement. You are welcome. That's nice. Of I you. try to help out in this show. You do help out. You guys lot. are always welcome to call and text 402-464-5685. You can watch and comment also on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. This show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Check out their current job openings at GainaTrucking.com. So, yesterday's sip, we heard from Mark Whipple and Eric Shenander. I think there is two different spectrums there. Don't you think in terms of the moods of those two guys? Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, Mark Whipple did, yeah, said ahead. he was, you know, he, he said he was more... He, well, he was, was more encouraged than he was discouraged by Nebraska's offense, which I view as a pretty optimistic take from the offensive coordinator. You could have gone in there and and been cranky and said, you know, I'm, I'm pissed we lost and be short with the media. But instead, he's, no, I'll, obviously we didn't win the game, but I'm encouraged with the offense more than I am just. Do you want to get into it? I do. He said he was pleased with the offense through three quarters, okay? Nebraska scored four touchdowns in that span. I'm just reading from my yeah, story, please by the way. Too. He was pleased with the offense through three quarters. Nebraska scored four touchdowns in that span and had one turnover. That was shaky. A very debatable turnover, wouldn't you say? Isaiah Garcia Castaneda's. The fumble. Yeah. That, I just don't think there was. This was Whipple. The fumble. The quotation fumble. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There was not a good camera angle on that. That's what I determined. Yeah, I watched the replay last night of that. All the All the angles they had, I tell you what. I, I couldn't see clear evidence that it wasn't really, a fumble. For everyone, everyone that says it oh, wasn't a fumble. Yeah. Okay. I, that's that's the key. Yeah, it wasn't clear. You might have think thought that at the time it was clear and it probably was down, but the cameras they had, the different footage did not make it completely 100% visible that that was not a fumble in my opinion. Well, that's a, that's fine. We don't need to relitigate that. The most critical factor for Nebraska's offense, question mark. In the fourth quarter Whipple said we didn't finish. He said we were really good on third downs through three quarters, and in the fourth quarter we were, we were 0 for 3. So Nebraska through three quarters was 9 for 13 on That's third down. That's exceptional. Yeah. Exceptional. And, well, and Northwestern finished 7 for 17. Um, Whipple, 
are you following along with yep, me? Are I the fa- are the fans are the listeners following along? Yeah, Whipple follow was along, listeners. was pleased that Nebraska started the game well because it hadn't started well in scrimmages, which he only mentioned one time, I think, and he didn't make a prominent mention of. Do you remember him saying that? N- not many people mm. do. He slid it in a week or so ago. Did, didn't make the top of the show storylines. No, no, he had mentioned. That they were a slow starting. Okay, it's interesting too, because if you think of it in the context of that game, they started really well. It started extremely fast. I mean, that first drive was perfect, right? Yeah, five, Casey was five for Capped six. Capped off by an exceptional deep throw, a good catch by Isaiah, Isaiah Garcia Castaneda for a touchdown. We yeah. thought we were back. We, we thought we we're going to the national championship, baby. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, Casey was five for six on that drive. So you know they came out. They came out early and put up two quick touchdowns and life felt pretty good if you're a Nebraska fan right um then you know it got complicated as the game went on uh but as you know as you mentioned I saw you at halftime mm-hmm. you did <laughs> what a what a time this was yeah that's right for three minutes we talked at halftime yeah and then I said hey Sip, the second half started like oh god I gotta go <laughs> so it, look at that the game's back underway <laughs> oh gotta go but you know when we were talking, there was a lot of consternation. There was. And then... Nebraska trailed by three at that point at halftime. Yeah. And then, bam, boom, two quick touchdowns. Back up by 11. Yeah. And, and what Whipple said was the offense, offensive staff did a good job at halftime, put some things together, um, sc- scored two touchdowns in a row. Bottom line, he said, the bottom line from his appearance yesterday, Whipple, is... He said, we really have to harp this week on finishing. Finishing. Mm-hmm. And he also noted that he's 65. He didn't say he's 65, but he said this is the first time in my career. He says it's the first time in his coaching career that the offense wasn't penalized. He's 65. They lost the game. Yeah, but they weren't penalized. Had no holding, no false starts. Nothing. Think, think about that, Sip, for a second. I know. In the first game of a season, how many times do you see sloppy play? A false start. Oh, God, yeah. Specifically, false yeah. starts. Yeah. Now, continuing on with Whipple, he, I, I wrote that he played down the frost comment about creativity. I know what that's about. Whipple acted like he wasn't even aware of it, which I don't know. He said the quote was, I like you guys. He told a bunch of reporters. That doesn't mean I read you. Now, he indicated that Keith Mann, the associate AD for communication, I'll call him. I might have botched his title. He's a uh, he's he's the man. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, M-A-N-N, man. Yeah. Um, Whipple indicated that Keith Mann briefed him on a situation. Whipple seemed nonplussed. Like this is a guy who's been coaching for a very long time. He's yeah. probably seen a lot of a lot of drama. Yeah. Don't forget what just happened this past offseason with Pat Narduzzi basically whipping him on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Right, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Pat. Did, did he? this guy just get you a Heisman Trophy candidate and win you the conference? Just, just, why don't you just slap him on the way out, I idiot. think that people like drama. Um, uh, stupid drama there. Yeah. So there, Shame I, on Pat Narduzzi. Still. He, he, he um, Whipple indicated he was just vaguely aware of that whole conversation, which I find to be refreshing. That he doesn't get mired in the drama that 
that so many of us. I'm not going to lie, though. I was never mired in. I'm not. I mean, I wasn't. I'm older. I don't get into all that. I don't. The tension. Ah, sip. Is there tension? I don't know. God. Yes. There, of course there's tension. God, they got to win every game. Yeah, there's going to be tension. There's going to be guys yelling at each other sometimes. Whoa, the the horror. All right, sorry. Um, he said, hey, Whipple, Whipple, hey, we've got to get better in all parts. I told the guys, we've got to coach better. I've got to call plays better. I've got to coach better. You guys got to play better. We've got to stay together. And we've got to finish. That's really the message. I liked also in that little part, he says, we're, we're not playing high school football. Yeah. Anymore, where it's 12-minute quarters. Right. Come on, Whip. That's right. Get on these guys. Yeah, he's on them. Finish. Chenander, now, I, I, Eric would not appreciate me saying this, but I thought he, I think, I think my, well, my read on Eric and my read on the defense, my read on the guys that I've talked to is they're a little shell-shocked. They did not, they did not in any way anticipate what happened. This is a team that was extremely confident going into this game. Now, what's this mean? I don't know. They were, and, and I'll tell you what, a lot of tears in the locker room. Well, you heard from Caleb Tanner in, on and Garrett, Tuesday yeah. about how shocked he was yeah. specifically about how, what happened in Dublin. And he says he's not, he said, I'm not going to lie. It hurt. I mean, this, he said, we thought, he's, I'm paraphrasing him, but he said, we thought, we think we're the team yeah. to bring him you back. Want, you want, uh, this is from, uh, this was Caleb Tanner on Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh oh, hang on. Oh, we got, I like we that. Got, I like that. Got, I like that. Nice, I like that. I like that. Nice. No. Try this again. Here's Eric, Caleb Tanner. Um, this one, I ain't going to lie. This one was kind of hard, though. For some reason, this one was kind of hard. Usually, you know, I'm on to the next one, but, um, this one is emotionally hard because, you know, we put that grind in and I felt like this team right here was, like, I feel like this team right here is like, man, we the one. Like, the one to bring Nebraska back to where it was. So, it's hard. But, like I said, I take full responsibility of that. And coming with that, we got to get back to work. It's like, you don't, we, don't, we ain't got time to soap about it, cry about it. Like, we got to get back to work. Yeah. That's all I'm worried about right now. That was Caleb Tanner on Tuesday. So, if you heard Garrett Nelson after the game, he said he was, you know, he's a he's the leader of the team. He's he has to have a strong posture at almost all times. But he said the words, "I'm having trouble keeping my head up right now." The locker room is a rough locker room now. I think you'd agree. I think we well we discussed this a little bit yesterday. I like that. That indicates a high level of caring. There's no apathy there. No, I've seen locker rooms that you could. It was pretty evident that the loss wasn't a big deal to some guys. I've seen it. Um, I've seen it more than once. How about when you saw Nebraska celebrate a loss to Oregon in twenty? 20- well, they weren't celebrating. They weren't celebrating. They were smiling. There was a lot of – it was confusing to me because it seemed like they won. I had to keep reminding myself in the post Didn't post-game. look like remorse, did it? No. To a loss? No. Sound like celebration no. to no, a that's loss. No, that's a good point, actually. 2017 at Oregon, that was – I literally in the post game was remi- had to remind myself multiple times that they lost the game because the interviews were so strikingly positive. People were smiling. They were yeah. happy, high-fiving. Yeah, Mike – 
it was a homecoming for Mike, so he was having a little party off to the side with his people from Oregon. I was like, well, this isn't the best look here, but uh, you just lost. But yeah. this, but there, a lot of those guys were unfamiliar with Nebraska and kind of how hard we take things. But this now back to Chenander and he, I just don't think that. Like I said, now I I know what you're. I always try to anticipate what you're going to say. Well, of course I didn't. Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like. Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs. Crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade. Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only. Single item at regular price. See it coming. Yeah, I mean, you can see losses coming sometimes. Uh, or you can see trouble coming. I don't think they saw it. And they're not, not that they didn't respect Northwestern, but well, they the, better have. Yeah, the way they well, they just beat them. The, the, I, the, the, don't bring the, don't they go do not have. do not go down that road yeah. again. I will I will bring back every example of Northwestern beyond that game. Yeah, I got you. That brings that down. So don't. But say anyway, that again. anyway, no, I don't. It wasn't a. I think they totally respected Northwestern. I just think they were very confident. Um. He said, he's Eric Janander, he says definitely was not up to our standard at all, obviously. he Okay, this is where it got interesting to me. He did feel good about how the defense played. He lamented a few missed tackles. He said a few, a few, and a few. We missed a few. Frost said the same thing. Pro Football Focus says 14 missed tackles. And if you watch the game, that seemed pretty accurate, right? I guess. I I didn't I have not I don't full disclosure, I don't lie about anything anymore. <laughs> anymore. Um I didn't watch the I, I didn't rewatch the game. I, I got a good look at the game. I because and, and when you initially watched it, you saw a lot, a lot of missed, missed tackles, tackles, right? You wouldn't say there's a few missed tackles. You say there's quite a, there's like there's quite more than a few missed tackles. Yeah. yeah. He he said there were some missed assignments, Eric Chenander, and mental errors on all three levels of the defense. Now, what do you do? I asked him the question. Do you put more emphasis on tackling this week? And it's kind of a muddled answer. Like, he said it's a hard thing. This is exactly what he said. It's a hard thing to handle because you can't tackle in practice. And you can't recreate those open space tackles a lot in college football and practice unless you're going to go tackle the first string offense. And I think we'd all feel terrible if one of our starting receivers, running backs, quarterback got hurt doing that, he said. Hmm. Hmm. So we've got to do a great job with drills, he said. He said, which I think we have some great drills. He said, like I said, the tackling was pretty good except for some open space ones. One I can think of offhand, and one guy missed with wrong leverage, and one guy missed with right leverage, and we just didn't get there fast enough with the rest of the posse. He said, we're going to really break down the film and talk about technique and drill that technique with, without being able to get those hits live. Ah. I don't know about that. Hmm. I, know. I don't know about that. Listen, I, Eric has been – I think he's been a fine coordinator so far in his time in Nebraska. I, I'm not going to doubt what he's been doing. But that one stands out to me as a little odd. Or something I'm not exactly that fond of. You, can't, you can tackle the second string, I would think. 
Well, why can't you tackle the first string? I understand I when he says you don't want to yeah. get guys injured, but well, get, I know. How, how do you prepare your defense to tackle the best players in the other team if you're not right. tackling your own best players? I mean, how do you get second string to players are second string for a reason? How do you get prepared to tackle Ibrahim and Braylon Allen if you're not practicing in, against in practice? your ones? Yeah, I don't know. If you're tackling the twos, okay, that's something. But again, like I said, there's a reason why twos aren't ones. That, They're not as good as the ones. Neither you nor I. And this is where I, I'm deficient in some areas. I don't understand the rules of practice in the NCAA. I don't when he when coaches allude to this, you know, in this day and age, we just we we can't tackle and practice. What what's happened? I don't I don't understand it exactly. Because you, you come from a time where Nebraska was, was having two a day practices where they would tackle. Yeah, right. they would. Yeah, there was a lot. They would live tackling. You saw fights in practice. So I don't know if the in, if this is an NCAA edict that has, and I'm sure it's not two lines in a manual. It's probably fairly detailed, so it's probably kind of it wouldn't be great radio um, or even really interesting to read. I think it's just Let's just move on. Then. Yeah, we just I don't mean, know. We just don't know. We don't know what changed. Well, there's one thing that's changed that we know. Nebraska used to have much better depth, and now it's dicey. I mean, if you get, you know, a couple guys hurt, like Trey Palmer and Anthony Grant. That's a problem. It seems like it'd be a problem. It'd be a problem. I mean, they they're, they got Vokalek hurt in a game. But I, but I don't think you could just stop and not tackle those guys in practice I know. to avoid that. Because as Gary points out, too, on the text line, 464-5685, how do the ones learn to break tackles if they're not getting hit in practice? I don't know. They they scrimmage. I mean, they have the major one, scrimmages. No, they, they had three, two or two major scrimmages so for how sure. How many practices do they have total in the fall before the season? I'm going to roughly twenty five. So they have three scrimmages. Out they, of 25 okay, they have practices. They have two major scrimmages for sure, and maybe three. And then there's probably I I hope that there's parts of practice devoted to live tackling and scrimmage. Okay, but there's three. Where you interject some scrimmaging into a practice. But there's three of 25 that there's actual tackling all the way through. Yeah, live tackling. I, you know, some, sometimes it's telling. I know. And I, don't know in the NFL, I don't know what Northwestern's doing for their scrimmage. Talk I don't to know. an NFL guy, though. They don't. They don't tackle much anymore, Jake. But that's different. That's different. I mean, those are guys that have proven it at the college level. They are. They're right. the best of the best. They don't right. really. You know, tackling obviously you, you got to work on it. But they're professionals. Yeah, and tackling in the NFL isn't as good as it used to be. Either. It's not. So, yeah, I don't know. They, uh, the tackling is way more important to practice in college when you're trying to mold young men from high school and and, and guys that are still. Just college players before they get to the pros. It's interesting that both Frost and and Chenander really played down the tackling thing. Uh, I agree with you on that. I thought that was odd. They both they both said there's just a few missed tackles when I think clearly there was way more than a few. Frost on Tuesday was clearly not overly concerned about the tackling. Um. So, there it is. Whipple and Chenander. You're, I think you read it right. Whipple, Whipple came across a little more confident. Well, he says he was encouraged more than discouraged. Yeah. And I, I, I told you, and I think you agreed, you watched the game. Of course, 
there is an unfortunate fourth quarter for Nebraska in terms of moving the ball. They but didn't. Yeah, they they didn't get a first down in the fourth quarter, which is which is not good. Right. But the rest of the game, Nebraska looked pretty dang good offensively. Pretty good. Run game was not great, but it had its moments too. Yeah. Needs to have more. Needs to have more moments. Got in that program. They're really confident in Anthony Grant. I need to see more. I need to see more. I, I, and I need to see more. I don't mean it like I'm not impressed, but I need to see more. There's no doubt. There's no doubt that Anthony Grant is the starting running back. Now, Whipple did. Um, he addressed. I mean, he he indicated that Gabe Irvin was. Um, he he. He said that he wants to get Gabe Irvin more in the mix. Um, Ramir Johnson, I think they they you know Scott talked about that Tuesday. They want to get him more in the mix. I don't know how you get everybody in the mix. It's, there's only there's only one ball. Maybe this is a type of game. Maybe this is the type of game on Saturday against North Dakota where you can get a lot more players in. I don't know that though. I'm not convinced this is going to be a runaway. Um, you think North Dakota might throw the, the kitchen sink? Yes, at like they threw it at Utah State. They threw the kitchen sink at Utah State. Reverses, twirls, um, twirls. Yeah, um, flea flicker. Uh, they were doing all yeah, sorts. I, I, of I things. don't think they come in scared of Nebraska. No, they won't come in scared, and they'll treat it like their bowl game. Well, it's, these are scary games for teams that are vulnerable. Nebraska is a little vulnerable. Yeah. You know, they, if it's not like a big crowd, it's not particularly loud. Um, I, this is all – I think that this – now the good news is I think if the – I am – my concern is shell-shocked. Yeah, I'm a little I, concerned about that. I think that. it's a fair concern to have. Yeah. I Based on what we've heard from some players about that specific conversation. Right. It, it just all comes down to how quickly do they come out of it. It was Wednesday yesterday. Yeah, it was Wednesday yesterday. Now, today and t- tomorrow, they really got to come out of it. And if you're the coach, I think you help, You hope Frosty has a pulse on the team, and you got to draw them out of it if they're still in it. Yep. You got to you got you got to get them in a. Hopefully, they're pissed. Hopefully, they they have a they feel like they have a lot to prove. They should. They've lost seven in a row. They mm. think they're good. That they, they did play hard in that game. They did. Yeah. Not that. <clears throat> you know, the defense played 85 plays, which is a lot. It's a weird game. The game lasts like, I don't know. I think that game, did that game last three hours and 45 minutes? It was a long game. I'd have to look at the box score, which I have here. Um, it was a long game. They they got up in plays where Northwestern ran 85. And I think I think that showed Nebraska had to play some guys a little bit more than they wanted. Three, no, yeah. Northwestern had. Duration, 338. Yeah. Three yeah. hours, 38 okay. minutes. Yep. Yeah, it was a long game. 85 plays to 73 for Nebraska. Long game. A couple tags before we get to break coming in. Uh, 402-464-5685-DOCK is with us this morning. He says, you wonder why this program hasn't made a bowl game the last four seasons. It's clear something in the game wasn't going right, and yet the coaches still downplayed, even though we saw it with our own eyes. That's about the tackling. It's curious. How can you trust somebody that can't even be honest? I don't know. I didn't, like I said, I probably, I still got, well, I still have time. You, you still have time, by the way, too, to go back and watch it mm-hmm. and see maybe we, in li- maybe it looked worse live than it did after, on tape. Thoughts? We have to rewatch it. Yeah. Uh, Bird says twirls. 
<laughs> I don't even know what those are. I, I was know. talking there. <laughs> chenander. Yeah, that was just chenander term. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that means. Okay. All right. Uh, Joe in Boulder says this. You guys seem to completely dismiss the lack of production in the fourth quarter. That's been the number one issue for this team under Frost for his full tenure. That's why so many fans are so frustrated because it seems like you have new coaches, but nothing has changed. Well, there is new coaches. <laughs> That's changed. Um, but, yeah, the fourth quarter was was not great for the offense. That's – I mean, after the – correct me if I'm wrong, but after the onside, they they didn't get anything in six possessions. No, nothing. That, they come up, they well, they, came up empty in They were six moving the ball um, on the drive that got picked off when Oliver Martin stopped his route. Uh, they're, they're, <laughs> Oliver Martin stopped – is that how you're – Framing that up, I think you're probably right about that. <laughs> was that too harsh? Oliver Martin, yeah, that's kind of harsh. I don't. Well, I think Oliver well, Martin would so, find so, that. How about this? Harsh. The pass intended for Oliver Martin was picked off. They were moving the ball that series. They were, mm-hmm. but it ended up, of course, in an interception. Here's the. So in the fourth quarter, one of the one of the runs that I think is probably at issue with Frost. Remember when they in the fourth quarter they had something going. Nebraska had something going on its first possession of the fourth quarter. Uh, A.J. Allen had an eight-yard run. Okay. And then they went back-to-back, Casey to Brody mm-hmm. Belt for 10. And then that, Kate, That's the same drive I'm talking about. That's yeah. the one that got picked off. Yeah, okay. Th- that's then, the drive was, to move the ball. Then it was Casey to Brody Belt yeah. for 14. And then, and you remember this as do I, Nebraska had first and 10 at Northwestern's 43, and they had something going. Yes. And they ran Allen dead into the line. Nothing. Nothing. Got one. So now. Third, second and nine. Yeah, second and nine. Then Casey threw it into coverage. Yep. Incomplete to Borkature. Almost picked. Double, almost triple coverage. Double coverage for sure. Yeah. I don't know if it was almost picked, but it was double coverage. Uh, it was almost picked. Okay. So it was definitely almost picked. And then, and then he threw the pick. Yep. The play that you wonder about, and I'm, I, my guess is Frost wondered about, was Allen just – you have something going, and then you just run Allen into the line with, for nothing when uh, you're getting nothing. My, my guess there, if I want to back up Mark Whipple for a second, is that you just had had two straight successful pass plays. Mm-hmm. They're probably expecting you to keep that going. Mm-hmm. Maybe shock him with the run on first and ten. Didn't work out. Obviously – Hindsight's yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah. It didn't work out, but I get what he was looking for there. It just yeah. didn't work out at all. Yeah, could, that could maybe be. he bounced it outside instead of up the middle. I don't know. Yeah, but regardless, they got, they got one yard and second and nine. Yeah, and then 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 you don't have your big time tied in, and there you have the young guy. And I didn't think Borkacher looked ready for that. Ball. I didn't either. Like it looked like it, it was coming too hard for him. Like this is big boy football now, and that ball's going to be coming it, hard in that situation. So I saw, I saw the replay of that play yesterday. Watched it. It was, I guess it was catchable, but that <laughs> that was a ball that Casey should not have thrown. Okay. That one. Yeah. If you want, I mean, it is pretty well covered. There. Double, triple. If that's Vocalek or I don't care who that is, that that is a well covered pass okay. by Northwestern. So not so much. Not, I think it was an ill advised throw. Not so much on Borkature. Yeah, I, and it was, I'm, I'm he not had play, to go up high. There was one later, you know, he had another one he dropped it that was on him, but that one I'm not putting on him. Okay. Been a tough catch, tough situation. Anything else from the people? Uh, yes, before we get to break. Um, let's see here. Just reading some text here. Let's see. Uh, okay. 
this goes back to the the main discussion of the entire game, which of course has been the on-site. Game. Yeah, we haven't talked about that much. Um, and I this is a, gr- a great text from Faisal because this this is my view on it too. It's not just a bad call; it's because of this where Faisal goes into. He says, "I still don't understand how Frost makes that onside kick call, knowing how mentally fragile this team has been for four years." Well. I mean, I do understand why. I don't agree with it, but you understand. Like, you even if you don't agree with something, anything in the world, you try to understand it, right? I totally understand where he, what he's trying to do. I totally disagree with it, but I, 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 uh, I completely understand the idea of we need a spark. It, it was not Frost's decision alone, but he did have to sign off on it. And he could have said no. That's the he key. He could have said hell no. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, he could say, "Are you crazy?" Um, the he, he could he could have. Um, so it ultimately, I guess you would say it's his decision. I get the concept, and I get what they saw. They thought Northwestern was vulnerable. Um, you know, didn't work. That's it. Yep. I, but I I don't know. It seems like that conversation has gone away pretty quickly. Trying to move on. North Dakota, Saturday. More next and early break in the ticket.